season four, Art. Hello and welcome to the Real Exam English podcast. This episode is about art. You're going to hear loads of art vocabulary as well as some super ways of expressing likes and dislikes. There's some tips on how to organize an exam answer well. And as usual, you're going to hear loads of different accents to help improve your listening skills. For details of how to get the transcript for this episode, go to the website realexamenglish.com. Okay, let's rock and roll. What kind of art do you enjoy? To look at, I enjoy glass art, glass sculpture, lots of different colors, shapes, uh, textures. To make, I enjoy painting and pastels and creating big abstract pieces of art for the wall. Do you think anyone can be an artist or do you need a special talent? Uh, I think everybody is an artist. Um, you do not need special talent. Art is a state of mind. Everyone is creative in one way or another, and everybody should honor that creativity within themselves. Uh, so no, you do not need a special talent. You need to be a human being. Nice. Okay, humans, we have our first bit of art vocab here. Glass art, glass sculpture, colors, shapes, textures, paintings, pastels, big abstract pieces of art. Boom. That's how to get a lot of vocabulary into one answer. Great. Make a note after the verb enjoy. We use a gerund, an ing word. I enjoy painting and creating. Usually when we talk about likes and dislikes, we use ing after the verb. I love swimming with dolphins. I don't mind swimming with fish. I hate swimming with sharks. Is art popular in your country? Yes, art is very popular in my country. I live in Belgium, which is home to René Magritte, the famous surrealist, and Hergé, who created Tintin. So art, street art, murals, comic books are very popular here. There's even a comic strip museum in the centre of town. The state supports it. Art is encouraged. There's lots of museums. It's really fantastic for this. Okay, so we have some more forms of art here. Street art, murals, comic books, and surrealism. In terms of organization, it's an interesting answer. She uses a couple of relative pronouns, which and who. I live in Belgium, which is home to René Magritte, and Argy, who created Tintin. That's nice. Uh, then she used so, which is good. So art is popular here. She uses the adverb even well also. There's even a comic strip museum in town. After this, it becomes a little bit staccato, to borrow a term from music, or a bit disjointed, to use an even fancier word. Uh, what does she say? The state supports it. Art is encouraged. There's lots of museums. It's really fantastic for this. I mean, it's fine, isn't it? But if you're in an exam situation, you could connect it up. The state supports it. Therefore, art is encouraged. Having said that, she does use the pronoun this well here. She says, there's lots of museums. It's really fantastic for this. If you look at the marking scales for a Cambridge writing exam, this is one of the examples they give in how to get maximum marks in your C1 writing for organizations using words like this as a substitute. So instead of saying, there's loads of museums, it's really fantastic for having lots of museums. She says, it's fantastic for this. I know this might seem really basic for you guys, and you all probably do this naturally anyway, but it's important to be aware of what examiners are looking out for. 
when they are correcting a piece of writing, they have these scales open in front of them as a reference. So if you're including everything they have on their list to score five out of five, then you're going to score well. So for organization, as well as using linking words to connect your speech, try to get some relative pronouns in there like which or who, and try to use some substitution with words like this or these ones or both of them, something like that. What kind of art do you enjoy? I Well, I've always liked modern art. So, um, you know, sort of quite abstract. And that's the time. I'm not really into sort of historical portraits and things like that. I quite like things that you, when you have a look at uh, a, a picture or a painting and you can think about what it could represent or what it actually means when it's like a couple of blobs on the on the canvas. Yeah, and it makes you think about what it could be. That's the type of art I like. What makes a good painting? Well, that is a million-dollar question, isn't it? I mean, because the problem with art is that every have everybody has a different point of view. So something that you may find very interesting and very nice, somebody else may find it like abstract painting is rubbish. It doesn't mean anything. So... I think everybody can paint or or, pro, or produce some sort of artistic work, but it's whether it's very good or or not very good. It it depends on the on the person who's viewing it. Lots of art vocab here again: modern art, historical portraits, pictures, paintings, blobs on the canvas. The canvas being the material on which an artist paints. The second question was: What makes a good painting? And she said, well, that's the million dollar question, isn't it? A million dollar question is a question that is very difficult to answer. Like our example, what makes a good painting? Or how do I get a girl to like me? Interestingly, this expression using dollars is used in both British and American English and is sometimes used ironically too. Like what's for Christmas dinner this year? That's the million dollar question. Or who is Charlie gonna bring to the dance? That's the million dollar question. What's not a million dollar question is how to pass your English exam. In fact, it's way cheaper. If you need classes in order to prepare for an exam or to improve your conversation skills, get in touch with me. And for less than one million dollars, I can help you achieve your goals. What a bargain. You can find details on the website realexamenglish.com. Are you good at art? No. Absolutely not. Um, if I drew a wiggly line, it would come out straight. If I drew a straight line, it would come out wiggly. Um, no, uh, I can. I'm, I'm envious of people who can draw and paint and sculpt um, and play music. I can't. <laughs> I've tried it all, and I think for the for the good of humanity, I shouldn't do it. How has art changed in the last few decades in your country? I have no idea. Um, I think in the last few decades, actually, I think graffiti has become more of uh, a recognised art form. You know, thanks, thanks mostly, I think, to the likes of Banksy. And I'm, I'm from Bristol originally, which is you know where Banksy started his uh, started his career, as it were. And now there's a big graffiti festival every year where um, 
artists are given spaces on walls and they create they they, they create some wonderful works and there's a competition um and it's, it's it's become quite a big thing um as far as any other art goes i don't know <laughs> nice honest answers here he said he's not good at art and he has no idea how art has changed perfectly fine in an exam situation to say that you don't know much about the subject matter as long as you use good english in your answer that's the most important thing something i liked in the first answer is this expression for the good of humanity i shouldn't do art we use for the good of when something is done for the benefit of someone or something else. For instance, we must find a cure for cancer for the good of mankind. Or the couple stayed together for the good of the children. Trevor should make more podcast episodes for the good of his listeners. What kind of art do you enjoy? Um, I, I suppose I enjoy the live arts. Um, I enjoy going to see if that's a, if that if you can class that as a type of art. I enjoy going to see live music. Um, I enjoy seeing traditional music um, in Ireland. Uh, that would be the art that I would probably enjoy most. I'm afraid I don't have much of an appreciation for um, vis- you know for visual art like uh, paintings, sculptures, and stuff. Uh, I'm just not honed into that. Do you think children can benefit from going to art galleries? Um, I'm not sure about that. I I mean, if they enjoy that, I think they can. Um, probably gives them a degree of appreciation to um, to the creative arts. Uh, I I don't think it's hugely important. I, I don't think they would miss out on their development if they didn't. Interesting answers. In the first one, she says she enjoys going to see live music, if you can class that as a type of art. This verb to class means to assign something to a particular category. For example, I wouldn't class nuclear physics as an easy subject, or I would class Leonardo da Vinci as one of the great artists. We then heard two fantastic uses of the word appreciation. The first was, I'm afraid I don't have much of an appreciation for visual art. This is a really nice way of saying, I don't like visual art, but sounds much more sophisticated. I don't have much an appreciation for it. Then she said, going to the cinema gives kids a degree of appreciation for the creation of arts, meaning there is a certain amount or a level of appreciation for it. This use of degree would be great to use when doing a formal writing, such as an essay or a report, or of course, when you're speaking, like we just heard. Is art popular in your country? I would say it. If you take it as a as a as a very broad brush term, then I would say generally it is. I mean, if you you know, a lot of people like music. A lot of people do like um, films, which you know are also considered to be art in some people's uh, views. If we're talking about sort of traditional art in the sense of going to a gallery, I think it's popular with a certain demographic of people, a certain class of people, much more so than with uh, the average Joe blogs. However, if you if you define art more broadly, then yeah. I think I think this country is is known for having a degree of artistic flair. Here we have it again, a degree of artistic flair. Nice. We also have the word class again, but in this case it's a noun. Going to galleries is popular with a certain class of people. The meaning of class here could be a certain category of people like artists for instance. Although the idea of different social classes still lingers on in the UK, so I think it probably refers to that also, especially as then she says, much more so than the average Joe Bloggs, 
Joe Bloggs here refers to your average or typical man. This is British English, by the way, and a great piece of vocabulary. Some examples would be, that sculpture is amazing, but too expensive for your average Joe Bloggs. Or, Joe Bloggs on the street would never be able to paint something that spectacular. Or, the people who take classes with Trevor tend to be your average Joe Bloggs, like you and I. And that is true. So get in touch if you would like to take some classes with me to help improve your English for the good of humanity. Okay, guys, hope you enjoyed that episode, or I hope you have a degree of appreciation for that episode. Uh, there was loads of art vocab and some really nice expressions too. So make sure to get the transcripts if you would like to study it all in a bit more detail. Okie dokie, that's all. Take care.